Oh my haw. It's the news, according to me. Well, good good Monday morning. It is D- December 11th, 1025. I guess that's Eastern time. Um, I am in, c- in the c- central time zone this morning. It's, it is uh, 920, whatever it is, 920. Well, it's actually 920 here, according to my phone. So my computer must be off. 919 to be more precise. And um, my computer clock apparently is way off. It says 1026, which is several minutes. And it's on the internet, so I don't know what's happening there. I have, um, I am in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm actually not in Nebraska. I'm actually across, I'm over in Council Bluffs, which is just across the river. Um, I, think it's, or I, think there's a, I think there's a river. There's a river there somewhere. Strain Creek, whatever it is. The, 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 the property line between Iowa, I think it's Iowa. Council Bluffs, Iowa. Does that sound right? Nebraska. I don't. I don't know where. I don't know where. I don't know where I'm at. I, Omaha, Nebraska is where I'm. Where I flew into. I'm staying here at the. Uh, you know, there, there's some restaurants out there. There's there's restaurants. There there are some hotels out there that actually do a very good job with customer service. Um, Spring Hill Suites is one of those. If you ever have a chance to stay at a Spring Hill Suites where you can enjoy the 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 accoutrements, uh, the uh, they have a good breakfast. They, they typically have eggs and some kind of you know. Protein, and then they've got you know all kinds of other things as well. So, some of them are a little better than others, but um, it, it's really pretty decent stuff. Uh, the one in Chicago is actually extremely good. Uh, they have all kinds of extra things there besides just, uh, but they always always have something hot. Of course, they have oatmeal and, and yogurt and all that kind of stuff. But they also have a lot of Danish and waffle maker, all that kind of stuff. They didn't have that at this particular one, but the service here was excellent, and it's uh, it's been very good. I'm going to be here uh, pro- probably till tomorrow morning. I, I'm heading back to Chicago tomorrow morning. So there probably will not be a show tomorrow morning, at least not early in the day, like much like today. It'll be later in the day, probably more closer to noon tomorrow. And it'll be a little bit better researched and uh, have a little bit more, more information. There is one event that happened um, here this last week, actually over the weekend, that I would like to talk about. It's because it's important and yet it's not. It's one of those things that it has some importance and yet it doesn't. Um, of course, now my fan is kicking on my computer, so I'm sure it's making a lot of background noise. I have, um, it, it, it's an interesting, I'm going to try to set this up and see if it can block some of this, some of the fan noise. Sometimes this helps a little bit. I'll try this. Might just make things worse. I, um, yeah, I'm not sure if that's going to work or not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. The um, in, the interesting thing of uh, this particular event that took place over the weekend it involves Elon Musk and some other people. Um, now, one of the interesting things I thought that nobody talked about over the weekend, which I really was surprised that nobody got into this, is what's in my cup. I have a. Uh, I, I actually brought chai with me, so I have my my vanilla chai. I have Irish cream creamer in it. That's that's the big. That's always the big mystery now, because you know, I'm in a rut with this chai stuff. So that it's always you have to kind of wonder what I, kind of uh, creamer I put in it. I just all I had available this morning was Irish. Well, it was Irish cream and hazelnut. Hazelnut. I I don't know what it is about putting hazelnut creamer in my chai. It makes it taste like cardboard. And uh, on a side note, 
uh, my health-wise, I am doing much better. I have, uh, I know you probably still hear it in my voice a little bit. There's still a bit of a sinus thing. Now, I did do a, a little uh, sinus rinse this morning, otherwise known as a neti pot, which I typically do quite a bit. I have a feeling if I had been doing that from the beginning of this whole thing, uh, when this whole outbreak started happening, I, I knew I was out there among people who were sick. And I, I should have uh, taken a few more steps to keep myself cleaned up. Uh, and believe it or not, every time I have done this, anything like this, uh, where I, I know I'm around people who are sick, especially kids, and if I go into the, you know, the process of keeping my hands clean, doing a lot of things, and then also doing my, uh, you know, the old neti pot quite frequently, two or three times a day, um, I, I typically either don't get a cold or it doesn't last very long. And in this case, I spaced it out, was too busy, thought I was too busy, just didn't do it. And I just didn't, wasn't, didn't uh, was, had kind of gotten into a habit of not doing it. And it just, it took over and I was, of course, away from my ability to do it. And I uh, didn't have my little neti pot with me on my trip. And I spent about a week of this thing incubated in me and uh, really got, got bad. Uh, once I started doing the neti pot, it's, things started to recover fairly, fairly, a lot better. Um, now, my wife has, has got it now. Of course, I gave it to her, or she got, she got it from somewhere. And she could have gotten it from work. Uh, she's, she works in the situation she's in at work. She's, she deals with a lot of sick people. So she, she, it's very possible that uh, she may have picked it up from me or somebody else. Probably picked it up from, from me, though. And she, she's got hit with it wor much worse. She's been to the doctor twice now. Um, uh, she, and uh, it's, uh, she's still, she can't hardly sleep because she's coughing so much. And uh, the coughing is just ridiculous. And uh, she's, she had much, uh, I think, pretty, quite a bit higher fever than I had. I, I don't, don't remember having much of a fever. I never really took my temperature, but I'm sure I probably did. But I, I didn't have much one. And then she, she's been pretty bad. So it's, it's been very miserable situation for her the last final five or six days actually it's been almost a week i guess so so there's there's a bug going around out there and i've, I've talked to a lot of co-workers who seem to have had the bug as well and uh, there's something something going on out there uh, it's apparently a pretty bad flu well i think my wife gets a flu shot i'm not sure but i i, I do not i've never have that, I'm, that i can remember unless my parents gave me one when i was a kid but i don't, I don't remember that um I've never consciously went out and got a flu shot. So that's where we're at with that. Now, um, on to this news situation. I have, um, for those of you who are familiar with a guy, a fellow by the name of Mark Dice. Mark Dice has a very, um, uh, he's got some opinions. Now, he does dig deep on some things, and he does find documentation on some things. You have to be kind of careful um, and I, I know that he's he's aware of some things. He's very good at finding some things. One of the probably the biggest things he has exposed is Operation Mockingbird, and he's done a very good job of showing that. Now there are some other documentaries out there and that kind of thing. But Mark has written some books on this subject, and his books are very serious and very well documented. And he has a lot of uh, footnotes and uh, references. Now. You have to be very careful with references. It may look like official documentation. There, there is a lot of disinformation out there that is put out there on purpose by organizations to 
steer the masses, to steer, to lure some of these people who are, uh, you know, the the wacky nuts cases that are out there with all these conspiracy theories. Now, um, there are conspiracies. And in fact, I'm going to get into a subject here in a little bit where Elon Musk makes a statement that is kind of shockingly true and kind of shocking that it's coming from him. Um, and yet not so much, you know, he's, he would be the guy who would say it, but he, you know, he's it's closest to the sources you're going to get. Now, um, the, the, the whole thing here, this whole thing with Mark Dice. Mark Dice uh, got into a conversation on Twitter, and Elon Musk responded to him. And one of the things that Mark Dice posted was that Alex Jones was not booted off of Twitter because of anything that happened with Sandy Hook. The actual reason he was booted off of Twitter was because of an, uh, an infraction or uh, some kind of a, uh, argument he got into with somebody on Twitter where they considered him to be, um, they, they called him out for, for, it was some kind of argument with a particular individual that Twitter was trying to protect back at the time. This is back before, before Elon Musk, of course. And Alex Jones was banned from Twitter. And Alex Jones personally, personal account, as well as his uh, InfoWars account. Now, his personal account has been restored. I don't know that InfoWars has. Now, at the same time, um, all of his employees, like or, uh, Schroeder and, I think Schroeder, is that his name? Um, some, some other people who were banned as well, they were kind of lumped into the whole process for, for whatever reason. I don't, know, don't understand, um, you know, anybody that was associated basically with him in, under his umbrella was also booted off of Twitter as well. I think uh, Paul Joseph Watson, I, I can't remember if he was actually, and he's still on YouTube, and I don't know if he was booted off of Twitter or not. He might have been, because I think he, he may have been a part of InfoWars at the time. I think he has since left InfoWars, I think. I'm not positive if he's still actually under his umbrella or just associated with him. Now, having said all of that, Alex Jones' account, uh, you know, Elon actually responded to Mark, Mark Dice's post, and... Um, Elon came back with the this, this statement, this is true. In other words, he, the things that Mark Dice was saying was, was true. And the perception, I, th I think it had caused Elon to actually look into it and found out that the real reason that, that he was banned was because of you know, something else that, that wasn't public perception because the news media got into this big, uh, long tirade. And, of course, their narrative was he was banned because of the Sandy Hook. You know, he was, he was just uh, because of the things he said because that was more more disgusting for people in the public. They were more, they were more disgusted by that. Um, just this argument that he got into with somebody on, on you know, it was just, it was just a, a, an easy excuse. That's what that would amount to. Now, all of that being said, uh, long story short, Alex Jones is back on Twitter. Um, over the week, uh, Elon took a poll and asked if Alex should be you know, allowed back on Twitter. Alex was allowed back on Twitter. Um, they, they overwhelmingly, I think it was almost 90 percent, 89 or 90, 91 percent, somewhere around that, that range, wanted to say that Alex should be allowed back on Twitter. Now, I don't know whether there were bots involved in that. I don't know whether there was anybody, you know, doing some kind of funny business. If, any, if there was any kind of funny business, I would think it would, would have went the other way. Um, then, not only that, but, but Elon actually volunteered his time to be online with Alex Jones, 
for a, I think it was a one-hour show where people could ask Elon any questions they wanted to about the Twitter situation, Twitter engagement, that, that whole thing. Mark actually was able to dial in and, and call and ask some questions. And he made some statements and he, and he went on to ask some questions of Elon. And, and Elon, I think he, he planted a few questions that Elon didn't respond to, but I think he's going to. Um, he brought up a couple of good questions. One of the other good questions I think that it, one of the things that he asked about was um, the the way that, um, you know, all the things that happened with Twitter um, manipulating stories and being in cahoots with uh, government agencies and that kind of thing. Elon basically didn't answer the question with any specifics. All he said was, and I think it was more telling than ever, he said, just about any conspiracy you can imagine is probably most likely true. Um, you know, a conspiracy theory you would have about Twitter prior to, you know, this whole thing is, is probably true, and there's probably even more beyond what you can even imagine. Um, this is quite shocking, really, because cause I can imagine some pretty, pretty wild things, and I, I have some great suspicions about some things. Um, and this, uh, I think Alan is on to some of those kinds of things. This causes me, for one, to be very concerned about Alan's uh, well-being in the future. You know, he's a guy who's out there, he's traveling, I don't know what kind of security he has, I don't know what, what, you know, what all is going on with that, but I just know that um, he is on the, kind of on the cutting edge of pushing back against some of these ridiculous things. So hopefully, um, we will see uh, more of this and just, you know, his influence be able to kind of continue to press. And one, one of his biggest things is transparency. He, he thinks that, you know, sunlight is the best disinfectant. He, th he thinks that if they can, if can keep everything public and, and under, under, understood on how it works and what, you know, the, the transparency of how things are working, you know, the freedoms that we have need to be, you know, and why, you know, what, you know, what and he and he realized that one of his one of his issues with with uh, I think it was Alex Jones, one of his issues with Alex Jones was a personal issue. It wasn't it wasn't a um, it wasn't anything he did in Twitter. It was just something he was you know, personally you know offended by. And he obviously got over that and realized that you know he, he can he can get past that. Um, Elon is one of those individuals who, as I've spoken up before. Um, he made it very clear, I think, to some people recently that you know, and they're going to try to. I think they're going to try to deplatform Twitter. Um, they're going to try to take it off the Apple Store. You know, who knows what they're going to try to do? They're going. Um, they'll probably do something with all that stuff because he's just you know he's he's not playing ball with them. He's not you know playing the, their games, and that's I think that's going to be a problem possibly for them in the future, or for him in the future. For, for Twitter, I don't think he cares about Twitter that much. I think I think he could lose forty billion dollars and not care, frankly. Um, he he's money is not a necessarily a motivator for him. He, money's a tool for him. He's not he doesn't see it as you know. And I think I think he's one of those people who knows that. And and there are people like this in the world. They they know that they could start all over again tomorrow and have you know the same thing again in ten years. It's just I think I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he wants to go through all that if he doesn't have to. But it, he, he certainly isn't doesn't hesitate with, you know, the possibility of loss. I, for me, if I were launching rockets and I saw one crash, um, I would be so frustrated and humiliated and, and 
It's just if, if something doesn't work when I when I work on something for hours and hours and then I try it out and it doesn't work, I am I am very frustrated at that point to the point of uh, just wanting to give up. Just, you know, just be done. Just be done with this stupid thing. Um, and yet, that that is not a line at all. He sees that as what? What did we just learn here? And then you move on. You do it again. Um, that's the kind of drive. That's the kind of attitude it really takes to make make it where Elon is. And you have to have the right people around you. You have to have the right um, perspective on life and everything else in order to do that. That's very difficult uh, to do that. And you know, one, so one of the things I've had, I have is like, I've, so I've got this cup of chai here. If I run out of, of this chai, I have to know that I have a backup. And I do have a backup this morning in my little thermos here. In my little, I'm picking out a thermos for you. I have a, this little thermos, and it is, uh, has apple cider in there. Apple cider. It's fresh apple cider. Good stuff. So, uh, so that way I don't, I don't get frustrated. That's just kind of my, yeah, just a little side note there. I've got to, forgot to tell you I have a backup cup. So anyway, the the um, and I know that's important. Probably hanging on your, everybody's probably hanging there. It's just okay. I hear the Elon story, but what's in your backup cup, Kevin? I can just everybody's in the background thinking, you know, what's there? So I, I don't want you to be distracted by all that, having to worry about that. All right. So we have um, there are a lot of. Um, other things going on. Now, it, the interesting part about this was that after this came out, now, interestingly enough, I don't think that Donald Trump said anything about uh, Alex Jones being back on Twitter. However, there were a couple other people. Matt Gates was one. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was one. Uh, there were two, that was at least two people. There might have been more than that in Congress that made, made some comments. I don't know how many people on, in Congress are actually on Twitter, have much of a presence there or do much with that. Um, they probably have somebody on their staff that does something with Twitter, and they probably didn't pay attention to what's going on. Now, uh, in, there's in 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 reality, you know, is this important? Well, it is. It, it is important in its own context. It's not important to me. Um, I don't. I don't have a presence on Twitter. I, I did have at one time um, when it, when all the shadow banning started happening back way back over ten years ago. Um, I, I saw it coming. I just got out of it. I didn't, I didn't want to depend on it. Didn't want to go there. Got tired of it. There was just a whole lot of other uh, junk stuff happening on Twitter. I just I didn't like it. Um, when, um, but now, is it important in the in the scheme of things and what has happened here? Yes, it is important. I think it's important in general for for free speech in general uh, that we do have a platform that we do have a public uh, square that's recognized as a public square where people have, you know, basic freedoms uh, um, in terms of how we, how we understand the First Amendment. Um, is, is the Alex Jones persona that important? Not, not necessarily. And then again, I, I'm not necessarily, I don't have necessarily anything against Alex Jones. I just don't, I don't like the guy. Um, I don't dislike the guy. I just don't really, he just isn't my isn't the kind of guy I'd like to hang out with on a weekend. I mean, it'd be interesting to interview him on the show. Sure, that'd be probably boost my ratings and I'll be like crazy. Um, but I, I don't necessarily. Um, now maybe maybe he's changed over the years. I just I just find him to be a sensationalist, um, and maybe he's just you know portraying a a certain kind of persona uh, in public. I don't know. Um, and I know he's tempered down quite a bit over the over the years, much better than he did. However, um, I, I just he, you know, 
I don't know. What I what even with the guy for a neighbor? I'm not even sure. I, I don't know. But I but I don't at the same time. I I just he's not the kind of guy I would hang out with on a weekend. Just you know just just to hang out. Um. I mean to be an interesting phenomena, interesting character to to be around, I guess, for a couple hours. But I, it's not, you know, I, yeah. So there you go. Anyway, um, and, I, and like I said, I don't dislike him. I don't like him. I just, I, I just, I, I don't find a personality connection with the guy. And maybe I would if I met him in person. Maybe he's totally different in person. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But I, I don't like sensationalism, and that, that's his channel always kind of reminded me of, of kind of a sensationalized, um, over-the-top kind of attitude towards some things. And I, th- I think he could have been much better uh, in his in his delivery over the years. Um, not that I am anywhere polished or better than he is, but he, he's very well researched. Very does awful, awful. And again, I, just because you've got all this information, you find all, the, all these documents. Where really did these documents come from? And is this, are you being fed a lot? Were they using him or the deep state using him for, for disinformation without him even knowing it? You know, that's, they're, they're playing 3d chess here typically. And they're, they've got people on their, on their staff that are, you know, psychologists and psychiatrists and doing all kinds of funny, phony MK ultra games on everybody all the time. Now I start sounding like Alex Jones and they're, and they're turning the frogs gay. So I, I just, you know, was... anyway, um, not going to be a real long show today. Um, the, um, the reality is I, I kind of have some other things I need to get to, but, um, I do want to thank all of you for listening. I, I did notice that there have been some spikes again, once again in listenership. And, um, that's always very encouraging for me. And I don't know, I don't understand why I don't know what I've done, to, <laughs> I don't know what I've done to, uh, deserve that kind of, uh, listenership, but it, it's, it's happened again, uh, actually a couple times in the last couple weeks, and that's, that's been very encouraging, so I, I do appreciate that. Once again, um, keep an eye on some things. Here's some things to watch for this week. Um, the trial situation, uh, most of the trials with, with Donald Trump involving Donald Trump have really gotten, uh, they've really been bogged down. Uh, the, the prosecutors in this in, in particular are really having a struggle with trying to get things uh, past, I mean, there there have been some very good counter punches by Trump's defense team. Now, the one that's not—it's—it's it's kind of a difficult situation—is this whole DC, uh, the insurrection case, basically, is what it's being called. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a epidemiologist. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a proctologist, and I'm not a, not a podiatrist. I, 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 I I'm not a financial counselor. I'm just a guy with a cup of chai and a microphone here. You know, let that just my 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 opinions. You know, just do what you want with them. Anyway, the the um, so what what's going on here is uh, apparently we have uh, some this this case is kind of being railroaded through. There's been some re- uh, objections to some things and some very good reasons why this uh, the, the judge in this case it should be. Kind of basically tossed out. Now, Fanny, uh, Big Fanny, she uh, she's kind of pretty much been flattened by this whole thing uh, and some of the some of the things that the cases that have come out with some of this stuff recently. Um, however, uh, 
the, the one guy, what's the other guy's name with him and his, he kind of, he's kind of on his own. He's just kind of making his own decisions. They'll, they'll bring up something where they'll, they'll have, they'll, they're trying to get him to, uh, recuse himself, for example. He's the one who, who has the final decision whether he should recuse himself or not. And he said, no, nope, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the fox watching the hen house there. It's like, uh, yeah, okay, that's great. That's okay. Uh, I, guess you, I guess you made a good unbiased decision on that one, didn't you? So just different things like that have been going on, and it's, it's been very frustrating. However, there are some good news things happening there. Um, now, I, I've heard some other reports of some emails. I'm going to be listening, doing some research later on today. I want to have some free time about some things that happened over the weekend. Apparently, there were some things were discovered with some some uh, interesting emails, um, information that has slipped out behind the scenes that has apparently been damaging to the Trump uh, defense thing. It, it's not directly involved with the, the Trump thing, but it's it's some kind of a deal where there's something going on behind it. And I have to look into some of this before I even mention any of it. I know uh, apparently. Um, what's her name? Uh, Megan Kelly apparently is a little bit involved in some of this. I'm not sure exactly what's happening with all that. So, uh, in the meantime, we have Nikki Haley. Uh, the, the establishment has really shown their their hand right now. Um, they they really are coming out full force in support of Nikki Haley. I think DeSantis is going to have to discover at some point that he is he's been set aside. He's no longer the favorite child, and he's not going to get any support. Now, this uh, Rona McDaniel has also come out basically very clearly. Now, you have to understand, Mitt Romney, who, who cares what Mitt Romney thinks anymore? Mitt Romney, Romney recently came out and said that he, um, he supports any of the candidates, and uh, any of the Republican candidates. He would even vote for some of the Democrats. He even likes some of the Democrat candidates. He even likes Joe Biden. I think I, I may have recorded. Did I record this? I think I may have actually recorded this. If I did, I'd really need to play it because it is um, quite telling in terms of the way. Let's see here. Is this it right here? I think this might be it right here. No, that's not it. Um, this might be it right here. I'm pretty sure this is it. Yeah, this is it. Okay, this is this is Mitt Romney. I'm going to play this um, from the beginning here. I'm going to unmute. Who do you like in the Republican field? Uh, anybody. Um, you know, I, I would. Uh, I'd be happy to support virtually any one of the Republicans. Maybe not Vivek, but uh, but the of others course. that are running would would be acceptable to me, and I'd be happy to vote for them. I'd be happy to vote for a number of the Democrats too. I mean, it would be an upgrade from, in my opinion, from uh, Donald Trump and. And perhaps also from uh, Joe Biden. Uh, look, I like perhaps. President Biden. He likes uh, Joe Biden. You know, I, I find him a very charming, engaging person. Charming and engaging. Some places I agree with him, but most places I disagree with him. Uh, I think he's made all sorts of terrible mistakes. But uh, I, I would like to see someone else run. That's. Yeah. There's Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney likes Joe Biden better than Donald Trump. Anybody but Trump. This is, this is their opinion. Now, keep in mind, Rona McDaniel, whatever her name is, she's the head of the GOP. She's the chairperson for the GOP. She's in charge of the funds. I think there is a little committee there, but she's pretty much bowls over that whole thing. Keep in mind, Mitt Romney is her uncle. She is the niece of Mitt Romney. And she's in charge of the GOP. 
let that soak in for a moment. So, if you're going to give money to any candidates, I don't give it through the GOP. Give it to them directly. And hopefully you donate to the Trump campaign. Because it's we really do need some rooting out of some of this crap. It just needs to happen. So, Roma McDaniel, Roma, whatever her name is, head of the GOP. Of course, now, of course, Vivek. Oh, but maybe not Vivek. That was, you know, Romney had to throw that in there. I'll tell you what, uh, that only because, you know, the things he said about McDaniel coming out and resigning because she's been losing elections. The, the establishment GOP is no longer uh, the, the, the heart of the Republican Party anymore. She doesn't understand that. This uh, recently also, I was I was hoping to record this. I may, maybe I'll be able to do this for tomorrow uh, if I get a chance to do it. Brian Kilmeade, who is a, a he is the poster boy for the establishment Republican Party. He is he's totally on board with the establishment. Doesn't really care for Trump too much. Uh, he's he's said a lot of bad things about Trump. It was recently. Um, on Fox News, Good Morning, whatever they have, their morning show, Fox and Friends or whatever it is in the morning. He was on there with uh, the old old man Ducey and uh, the one uh, lady, I can't think of her name, and, and Brian. And they were um, they were interviewing someone, uh, I believe it was Vivek, actually. Yeah, it was Vivek. It was Vivek. And, and he, he continued to ask, well, he wouldn't, he wouldn't really ask him. He would ask him a few questions. Then he wouldn't allow him to answer. He would just continue to try to talk at the same time. He would just talk over him. Um, very rude, very uh, disrespectful, and in my opinion, very unprofessional. And he, he, was, oh, he was almost uh, uh, just, just livid with some of the ideas that, you know, Vivek is basically saying, oh, we're just going to pull out of Ukraine and we're going to just going to, you know, just the whole thing was war. And how, you know, Vivek wants to shut it down. He wants to shut down the war. He wants to, you know, look, Russia is not going to stop. The reports I'm hearing right now, you know, it's, it, Brian says, there's some of the best soldiers in the world. They're the best fighters in the world in Ukraine. Well, uh, they were. Um, a lot of them have died. And they're now starting to throw women into the battle and older men into the battle. Um, they're running out of soldiers. Russia is not. Russia is a very large country. This is devastating Ukraine. One of the comments that the Vivek made was we don't know where $200 billion has gone. We don't have any accountability of where $200 billion has gone. And that's aside from all the am ammunition, that's in addition to all the ammunition we've sent over there, all the, am uh, the munitions, I should say, that we've sent over there. There's no, no accountability. In fact, there was a, an attempt by Rand, pa Rand Paul to have some accountability. Okay, we'll, we'll approve this, but we want to have an accounting for where this money's going. It was voted down. Well, you just have to send the money. Just, they just need the money. Just throw the money at them. Just keep printing the money. Oh, we've got a border that's uh, under siege right now. We've got fentanyl killing 
more people here than are being killed in Ukraine. And, you know, we're not doing anything about that. Uh, we can't afford to do anything about that. Just other than just, you know, take pictures and rant and rave about it. And we're going to, we're going to impeach Mayorkas. Now, what, Mayorkas is just implementing policies that are from the Biden administration, actually from the Obama administration, but that's beside the point. It's the whole leftist agenda is there. We have to surge the border. It's ridiculous. So, folks, having said that, that's all I have to say. So, as we press on, I will be, uh, I will be doing some more exploring. We'll see how this week begins to unfold. Of course, as we go into the Christmas season, typically the news cycle tends to slow down somewhat. There's not quite as much going on. People are a little distracted. Uh, this is when this is when the the slimy people in Washington try to get things pressed through when nobody's paying attention. Everybody's busy with Christmas stuff, and they they try to do things that are after hours. And people are gone, and people are home, and uh, they're, you know they, they they vote things in and out that are. Uh, really under underhanded kind of stuff happens that happens t- t- typically when Democrats are in control. However, uh, they are in control of the Senate right now. So, it's, uh, but but they still typically do things. Even the the GOP will do things. Uh, you know, the establishment will do things the same way. They play the same games. So it's just pay attention. Uh, keep your head up. Try not to let it you know ruin your Christmas time, your fa- time with family, that kind of thing. But uh, just you know, just kind of keep an eye, keep your ear, you know, not too far from the uh, from the news, to kind of catch some things, and uh, you'll be surprised what you catch happening. And I'll, I'll try to do my best to to uh, throw those things out there, kind of let you know what's happening as well. But in the meantime, I am going to press on here. Where I got some things to get done, and uh, I'm going to continue to, to move forward with some projects, and then we'll hopefully be back with some more information tomorrow. A little bit longer show tomorrow and go from there. Once again, folks, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, sharing, subscribing, commenting, whatever you're doing with the, uh, the podcast. And I will be back with you hopefully tomorrow. In the meantime, keep praying for our nation. God bless. Have a good day.